0: You're listening to Queer Travel Chat by Two Bad Tourists. Hi, everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Queer Travel Chat. My name is Austin. I am one half of the blogger duo Two Bad Tourists, and sitting here next to me on my left, as always, is David. Hi, all. I'm David. I'm here too. <laughs> so today is a special episode because we, like normal, are. Are recording this episode live on the callin app, but we are also recording on Twitter Spaces as well for the first time. So, if you are tuning in on Twitter, um, you can comment or retweet this episode during the live recording at any time uh, using the icon at the bottom right hand corner. And I see a listener has just joined us, so. Hello, Azam. Thanks for joining us, and um, we are going to get into the episode. Isn't it funny how when
1: we did our first episode on Colin, we were a little nervous, and then we got over it. But now that we're adding it to Twitter <laughs> Spaces, <laughs> I'm we're like, again. "Oh my god, I'm nervous again." It's a new platform. Oh, God. Well, anyway, today uh, we will be talking about how we get paid to travel the world. So we are always telling people to let us know uh, what they want to hear more of. And we finally got a suggestion, which is this topic. So this was suggested by Justin Lintz. I think he replied to our newsletter. So thank you, Justin, for suggesting this topic. We are excited to talk about it today. And we want more people to give us more suggestions because uh, we actually actually do it. (laughs) Yeah, who knew? So. Um, basically, you know, we started our blog to BetTurist in 2012 as a personal journal and a way to record our uh, 12-month round-the-world trip. So 10 years later, it's become our full-time job now. And in this episode, we'll divulge all our secrets on how Ooh. we actually get paid to travel the world. So just to clarify, though, um, you are actually the one that does the full-time, this is your like 40-hour-a-week
0: yes. quote-unquote
1: job. Um, and then mine is more part-time, I would say. Part-time to a little more than part-time. Yeah, a little more than half. Yeah, because in addition to this, I also still, uh, teach about, uh, five hours a week online, uh, teaching English classes online adults and then uh, I always add two adults because I want to make it clear <laughs> I will not teach children it's unnecessary but I always have to say uh, I think it's for myself and then also I work as uh, a food and history tour guide uh, here in Madrid which I love doing so um, but more or less it has become
0: you know our full-time jobs yeah which is incredible well, and so so some quick facts here um, so basically we wanted to throw these out the number of countries we visited so since, we, since we've started, yeah. Since well, well, I guess since we've started traveling, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, together. So, true. David, you have visited how many countries?
1: I visited forty-five countries since uh, I started traveling when I was about fifteen years old. And, and we're saying this because you know we've had the opportunity to travel more since we actually turned it into our work. Yes, obviously. Uh, so I've
0: been about forty-five. What are you at? So I'm at fifty-seven. Why are and you more than me? Because I travel more than that's you. True. So, and I've been doing this as kind of a job longer than you. Um, and my other job that I used to have before was um, was also in tourism. So and you're that's significantly my- older than me. Okay, that was unnecessary. <laughs> but moving on, I have been traveling since the age of 11 uh, when I took my first abroad trip. I don't count Mexico because that's, I mean, it's obviously a different country, but it's really close to Arizona. But but I count my, like, abroad trip to France. That was when I was 11. So
1: Well, and you also just visited to new countries isn't it exciting when you go it to is. a new country you're yeah, like oh yeah. this is no, a new literally one. when we
0: planned this episode this was 55 but I just got back from the Dominican Republic and the Bahamas last you. week bitch yes that's why I travel more than you so uh let's and on that
1: note a word from our sponsors
0: <laughs> yeah a word from our sponsors hey I just want to say uh hello Aaron and I can't see your full name but whoever else is uh Serenity09 thanks for joining us live on Twitter Spaces. So. Uh, quickly, we want to share a word from our sponsors and as usual, um, after episode what, 27, we don't have anyone who's paying (laughs) us to sponsor this podcast. Our
1: sponsors are But listen,
0: listen, (laughs) I'm super actually excited because starting next week, we do have a sponsor. So we do have a sponsor. So we'll tell you about that on the next only took 27 episodes. But for now, we are going to toot our own horn and we are going to talk about one of our newest gay group trips which is in June 2023. Next year, we are doing a gay group cruise on Virgin Voyages to the Greek Islands. Um, so some of you, if you've been listening to our podcast or read your blog, know that we're doing a Spain and France cruise uh, in October 2023. That trip has been so wildly popular that we've decided to do another one, and it actually departs even sooner. It's the Greek Islands um, so wildly popular is not even like overstating that. That no. is because it really
1: has been insanely popular, yeah, yeah. like uh, shock, which is why we're doing the right. next one because
0: it's been so. popular. And, and this is like brand new news. Like we literally just announced this tomorrow in our newsletter, only to our VIP list. So, so actually, you guys, if you're listening to our podcast live, you're getting the first notice. Yeah, because um, we're gonna
1: publish this podcast after
0: the newsletter goes out, but well, the newsletter only goes out to our VIP list, which is like through. Now people. I'm gonna
1: publish. I was gonna publish it tomorrow morning, but I guess you, I better, have to you wait. better wait until Sunday
0: because <laughs> those VIPs will get upset. So okay, okay. the other fifty thousand people. Okay, publishing are this um, yeah. Monday. Anyways, join us. It's gonna be super awesome. It's gonna be vis- visiting some of the most popular uh, Greek islands, departing from Athens, visiting Mykonos, Santorini, Rhodes, and Bodrum in Turkey. So if you want to join that trip visit our website to badtourist.com to check it out. We hope to see you there. Yeah, I'm excited about this
1: destinations because I only learned that uh, like only learned about Bodrum and, and Rhodes. Are these like I haven't heard of Did these? You only learn about them when 10 I was, minutes
0: ago when we were preparing this episode. No,
1: when I was preparing about uh for that that trip. I was like, "Oh, I have not heard of these." Oh, right, so right, I'm excited right. to to go discover these new places that I haven't been to yet. Uh, Moving on. So if you like the show, please subscribe to it on Colin, Spotify, Apple, or Google podcasts, and give the episode a like with the heart icon once it's published. And uh, if you like it, please, or or you can also like it on Colin, uh, or you can retweet it. um, You can retweet the recording on Twitter. That's a whole new... Yeah.
0: In the bottom right-hand corner, I think there's a little button you can comment and then you can also retweet it just to so it'll appear live in your feed. And maybe we'll get some extra listeners. But but no worries. If it's just you Serenity09, we are happy to have you here. You can always
1: follow us on social media. We are at 2 tourists And lastly, please feel free to leave a comment about what you want to hear more of. As we said before, we got this episode idea because somebody suggested it. So we will actually take your advice if you uh, send it to us. So uh, please do anyway so let's get into the the episode the whole topic the meat of it um let's start from the beginning of how you know we get paid to travel the world um well we started off um working in the us of course uh you were uh, an engineer what kind of engineer
0: uh i studied biomedical engineering but i ended up being a packaging engineer Put the focus in thermal engineering, which is super boring. That's why that's why
1: <laughs> I in my notes I put engineer. It's like zoned out as you described what that was. And then I was a medical laboratory scientist. Um, but one thing I didn't realize about you until honestly, I think this year or the year before last year, last year okay, I never realized how much of an entrepreneurial spirit that you have. Uh and that you always wanted to be an yeah, entrepreneur. I
0: always wanted to have my own company. I like distinctly remember my first job, I was sixteen, I worked for McDonald's, right? Like very typical. And I just remember like working for these people who were my managers, thinking like I can just do this so much better. Like I wanna be in charge. I wanna mm-hmm. like, you know, do it all. But I never really, I had a couple of, I don't want to call it failed businesses, but I did a couple like small things a long time ago. You had your sticker company yes. that's <laughs> a other That's another
1: episode. episode. <laughs> a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> going to
0: move
1: on. It's rare that I learned something new about you. And when you told me about uh, how you always wanted to be an entrepreneur and then your side
0: <laughs> Don't laugh hustle. at my sticker company.
1: I sold stickers on eBay I was
0: like oh, 19.
1: On. Of course, that made sense. And so you are, you know, are always happy.
0: I actually made like a few thousand dollars. It yeah, no, a no, no. Kind. I believe that. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I, I got you. I'm working with you now. I know you're good at what you do. And you're, you know, definitely a, a would-be entrepreneur. You are an entrepreneur now. So, and I've always loved travel. Um, I definitely imagined myself traveling uh, and working as I traveled as an adult. But I always thought I was going to stay in the medical field. And my dream was to work with doctors without borders. So I definitely imagined that. Um, but did we ever plan to work in travel and tourism? Absolutely not. Like mm-hmm. we never nope. thought that that was going to be. Never even thought about our it once, plan. Ever. It just kind of uh, happened. So, if you want to hear the whole story and all the details of the beginning and how we got started, uh, you can listen to season one, episode one of Queer Travel Chat called "Meet Two Bed Tourists." Uh, but we'll give you it in a nutshell right now. Basically, we quit our jobs when we were living in Chicago, uh, to travel the world for a year. And, uh, a lot of the travel tips and advice that you got, Austin was from other travel bloggers as, as you were planning the trip yeah. and putting it together, uh, to throw out some names, nomadic Matt, uh, the points guy, and also just from the lonely planet guides mm-hmm. give you a lot of information, but I think also put the idea in our head that we could get paid to travel, even though we never really wanted to at or, that time.
0: Yeah. I and mean, we weren't even really trying to do it.
1: No, time. no. But we then kind of discovered ways that you could. Yeah. Um, and as we mentioned in our first episode, the blog was really just uh, meant to be a journal and to keep uh, track of all our memories and experiences using that blog. But we kind of had a daydream of turning it into a yeah. business.
0: Yeah.
1: That's basically how we, like, yeah, that's the beginning.
0: Of exactly. It. And I'm going to talk about five milestones that kind of were turning points in the business. But before I do, I kind of want to laugh at ourselves because when we promoted this Twitter live space, it said 24 people were joining and there's only one. So I just want to give a shout out again to Serenity09 who has stuck with us for uh, 12 minutes. Oh on my this God. Episode. Whatever.
1: Getting like a VIP treatment. you, yes.
0: Serenity09 <laughs> because we're going to give you all the info. So, Back to the milestones. Uh, anyways, you no, know, you can listen to our podcast always later, and it's promoted on our newsletter, it's on call in and Spotify and all that stuff. But, but
1: there, there, you told me this a couple of weeks ago that you were thinking about it, and that there were five milestones that were really important to us uh, going from you know just having this idea to actually being successful, getting paid. Yeah, so yeah. What are well, those? Five and we, yeah, because
0: we thought about like as we were planning this episode, where do we start? And so one of the things we like to make clear when people ask us is like. We didn't just get lucky or strike gold one day and suddenly our website, like, you know, shot up and we got a million followers on social media. Like, girl, no, like, it has been some hard fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Hard work. Uh, there was no secret formula. And man, we've just been going at it for 10 years, but mostly the past few years, really, really going at it. But I did kind of come up with five things that I thought were, were turning points. And so the first one, was probably maybe six months after we started traveling, when we didn't think we were going to do it as a business, we earned our first revenue, you know, our first money from a banner ad. We, we made it 13, rain. <laughs> 13 cents. And the funny thing is, like, we didn't even know that we could make that money. And I don't know that we ever actually got paid it. Oh, but, I, I like, want to see where but those it, like, <laughs> But it, like, went are. into our account. But But that kind of set off, like, a trigger in my mind that I was like, wait a minute. It's like, we didn't even try to earn this 13 cents and we got it. So I maybe how, if
1: we try I 13 cents, made you see dollar size. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm like, laughs> <laughs> like,
0: yeah. So then fast forward to maybe like three, three to four months after that. Uh, I remember we were in India in the North, uh, in the Himalayas in a city called Rishikesh, which is actually quite cool. And so at that point we had decided, all right, let's do it. Let's do something. Let's, let's create this like brand. Let's create a blog You know, whether we make, you know, a million dollars or $5, let's just do it. And so we literally locked ourselves in a hotel room in India for three days. And we just kind of created all the infrastructure, right? We came up with the name Too Bad Tourists, for better or for worse. That's what we have. I had some good idea. I had was some thinking, some terrible come on.
1: <laughs> journey legs. Yeah,
0: no <laughs> We started all the social media accounts. We, you know, created our um, you know, our website hosting, we created like our new website theme. And honestly, most of the time, I'd say ninety percent of the time was not spent doing the actual things, but figuring out what to do because we didn't know how to do it. So it was like cramming before a final. We were yeah, just like, let's it. It was a lot of Googling, out. how do you start a travel blog, watching YouTube videos, how do you create a Twitter account, mm-hmm. you know, all that because back then it was literally just Facebook and twitter no instagram no tiktok and no. yeah
1: shout out to all the other bloggers who helped us out as well like we couldn't have done
0: mentors and people who have given us uh advice over the years so uh- which is another reason why this episode i think is really
1: important to us is to do the same so that other people can exactly
0: And and actually towards the end of the episode we're gonna take the focus off of us a little bit and turn it back to you in case you know you are inspired to do some sort of travel career or, or money while you travel so we'll get to that in in a second but let me get to milestone number three so the third milestone was to make the active decision to focus on our travel niche which is LGBT travel before that we were two gay dudes <laughs> writing a blog but it wasn't our blog wasn't about gay travel it was just whatever we were doing. Um, but through some travel blogging, education, and and conferences, I learned like you really need to focus on something specific. At the time we did it, ten going on eleven years ago, there probably were less than five online LGBT bloggers whose content was focused on LGBT tourism with a significant with a significant following. following. So like. There weren't there, and there were
1: others that were happened to be gay, but that wasn't their that focus. That wasn't their focus.
0: So we decided to focus on it and to this day it's like hundred percent our blog's fucking gay and you know <laughs> if you don't like it, not everyone is in our audience. Some LGBT people, some gay people like don't necessarily like quote unquote gay travel. Yes. So they don't follow us and that's yes. totally cool. But the ones who do uh, are obviously, you know, listening to our podcast, meet, like on our uh, On my
1: tours here in Madrid, I'll, I'll tell people about, you know, my, my start stuff and, and um, I'll tell them that I have this travel blog and uh, straight people will ask like, oh, what's the name of stuff? And I'll always be like, qualify that with like, OK, but it's
0: focused on gay travel. <laughs> they never, sometimes they don't even care. So yeah. They still want our tips. So yeah, yeah. teach their own. Just the tip. <laughs> um, okay, so the fourth milestone was actually the the pandemic, believe it or not. So um, I was working for IGLTA at the time, the International LGBTQ Plus Travel Association. And like many people in tourism, I got furloughed. So I was furloughed for about a year. But the milestone and the luck came in that uh, we got I got some financial support. I was able to qualify for unemployment. And at the time, because we had our business registered as a legal entity in the U.S., The U.S. was actually doing quite a good job at supporting businesses who were suffering in the pandemic, so we got a little bit of. We were very lucky in that sense. We got a little bit of financial support to help pay, um, you know, a little bit of the salary and the money that we lost from the blog, and to just kind of give us a cushion to to decide to make the jump and and do this kind of full time. But not just the money; it was actually more about having forty hours a week for almost a year that I had no job. And I thought, what am I going to do in this time? And I just spent a year of it, you know, just building up all the pieces to to get ready for, you know, this moment. So yeah, that was number four. Then I would say the fifth milestone is probably the, the, the decision to really focus on selling group trips, gay group trips. And in 2017, we actually got approached by a gay sailing company and they asked us if we wanted to come on one of their sailing trips. Yeah, so I'm Like, who are you? Like, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then I, it came up in conversation between you and me at some point, and I was like, and you're like, well, that sounds cool. I was like, wait, it does. And I literally I like know, went never. back to this guy six months later. I was like, all right, tell me more. So in 2018, which, we, and we did that. Yeah.
1: We, we started it right. And it was really good. And that relationship was great. Um, but we also noticed that it wasn't as profitable as it could be, mm. you know, hosting our own,
0: which is right. What we right. So doing. no, now the interesting thing, we actually still work at that company. We still promote their sailing trips. Um, 2018 was the first trip that we hosted and attended, but yeah, to David's point, we kind of realized that with those particular sailing trips, you know, us going and because we had to pay for our own flights, our hotel, like, you know, food for a week. All the wine that we drink. All the wine that we drink <laughs> basically, all the alcohol we drink makes the trip unprofitable. Yeah. But we still actually sell it and promote that company because they do an awesome job and we love them and we have a great partnership but so that inspired our, us to start our, our own yeah so now we have two, we do many more trips which besides, is in besides Barcelona, just, yeah, Barcelona Madrid, Madrid the group cruises yeah exactly I could I could go on so forever those are the those main are the
1: ideas the that really helped us. Like each of those are steps to what we would consider uh, our success today
0: definitely so yeah I'm just going to pause and remind everyone so if you are listening live on Colin which nobody is like thank you very <laughs> much so I can ignore that uh, if you're uh excuse me if you're littering, if you are listening live on Twitter spaces and you want to ask a question or just say something you know feel free to, to request uh, to speak and, and we will entertain your question so don't hesitate um, and also you know feel free to retweet this share this in the bottom right hand corner um, so we can get more people in on the conversation.
1: So we will uh, break down exactly how we earn money on on the blog, uh, on to with two bad tourists, but, uh, first let's kind of break down the logistics on how we manage, um, our travel business and, and what it really is like, what it, what is two bad tourists. So obviously we are a web, a website first and, and foremost, and we, uh, provide, um, city guides, uh, to 50 different cities for focused on LGBT travelers. Mm-hmm. And so that is kind of the, the main idea. But in addition to that, we also have a weekly newsletter that we send out to our email list. And on that, we offer tips and advice uh, so we can let people know about what uh, LGBT-focused trips are coming up and what's happening, any any uh, suggestions that we can give. Um, LGBT travel news, different mm-hmm. events that are happening, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, and of course, we're on social media, which is important to manage for any business nowadays. Yay, we, we
0: have a new uh, <laughs> listener on Twitter Spaces. Welcome to the show, PA uh Pineapple. all right welcome thank Love you for joining it. us oh so, shit i think i just did i close this no i didn't we're still going sorry to <laughs> we're too hey, new guys. to twitter spaces
1: so uh we do our social media of course like any successful business has to no matter what you do you uh, have to be on social media uh even though that is not our favorite thing
0: i would, I would say we're actually like the worst influencers in the world because like secret social, media. You know? <laughs> like social <media.
1: laughs> Well, it's just like you're in these amazing destinations because you want to travel. I'd rather and you just have to, travel. Yeah. I don't want to have to. It's uh, I appreciate the benefits that it gives us, but it's exhausting to be on um and i one thing i do like is youtube though we do youtube videos i don't love recording them yeah, but i, I like <laughs> editing them yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun i like doing that stuff
0: work sort of a necessary evil yes it's uh necessary.
1: we do our podcast of course which is i would say a lot more fun because uh we get to just talk about ourselves which is our favorite and topic drink wine while we do it what
0: number <laughs> we're drinking wine
1: anyway then uh of course you mentioned our hosted trips um Which is, uh, you know, apart from our website, we actually plan with other people, with other companies, we plan these trips. I think
0: next year, so next year we have like, it's like eight and it's going to be maybe nine uh, hosted trips or trips that we basically promote and sell that are really kind of our branded trips. Um, Oh, we have another listener on Twitter Spaces. So welcome for joining in. Cup of tea. Thank you for joining so uh with our website
1: I think it's important to mess I think it's important to me- mention that you can't just you know throw up your website and buy your domain and host it and things I mean SEO is really important these are things that depend on your business what and what SEO? you do you need to, uh, you may or may not know about this already, but search engine optimization is a huge thing in a way about uh, getting traffic, which is a big thing on what we spend a lot of our time doing. I'm not going to get into what SEO is or how to let do me, it. Let me summarize it as, It's like, a whole in, in other in thing, seconds, though. Five, five please, because you're going to make a When someone asleep.
0: searches a term on Google related to your business, you want to appear in the top one, two or three slots. That's SEO. And it takes work to get there. Yes, it takes a lot
1: of work, and that would be another episode for a totally different podcast, yeah, not travel. Yeah, an really. another two- But it is important, podcast. and you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, registering our business as an LLC in the U.S. was also really pertinent to yeah, our well, success.
0: Yeah, well, we kind of talked about how, you know, through the pandemic, you know, because we had a legal business registered, we got some, you know, financial support, and it just gives you other benefits that you can't really have as an individual. So, and it also protects, you know, you you as a business in case something happens. So we did that. Um, yeah. And, and then our, we've grown.
1: Yeah, we, you know, Two Bed is no longer just two. We are now a team of four plus uh, people. So, of course uh austin and i are the two bed tourists um but we also work with uh, a colleague of ours uh, richard who a good is, friend of ours a actually. good friend of ours and uh now is part of the team and he's a writer for two bed tourists richard uh thank you richard for all your work you're richard, a great writer thanks
0: for joining live on the podcast <laughs> wait where the fuck are you r- richard right <laughs>
1: Here, uh, you know, writes for us uh, with some of the de- destinations that he visits, and uh, a, in addition he, to other tiny details. He's a things.
0: journalist, by the way, and he's a much better writer he's than we way are. Way so. better,
1: love it, um, and we love him. And Asia as well. She does a lot of our marketing, and she helps out with our newsletter. And she yes. has been amazing, great to part of the team. You got to have a little team meeting with, with them yeah, when I was in the visit. US. Uh,
0: Madrid, because she's actually based in Morocco from the Philippines. Yeah,
1: and Richard is um, British, based in uh, Madrid with us as well. But in addition to that, we also have a graphic designer, a web developer.
0: Yeah, you know, I was talking about branding before, you know, and so basically for us, you know, branding and graphic design and and obviously the website is really important, but they're not necessarily full-time jobs. They're Mm -hmm. just, things that we require more on demand. So I do have two like really key people, a graphic designer based in the Ukraine who happens to be gay and is amazing and our web developer is great too. So, you know, 2 veterans
1: is our baby and it really does take a village to uh, keep it uh going to to keep it growing. So we're so thankful for the amazing team that
0: we have uh helping us as, as well. Yes, we are. So let's talk about monetization. But before we do, I just want to pause and remind anyone, uh if you are listening live on Colin, which nobody is because we only have like 139 hundred and three followers there, uh you can ask a question. But of course Twitter Spaces, I see there are three of you there. So if you guys have a question or want to say something, you know, feel free to just request uh a uh, speaking position and, you know, we can entertain your questions. So do that anytime. Feel free to comment on the episode, retweet it right now in the bottom right-hand corner. Let's get more people into the conversation either now or in the future. Um, so yes, thank you for that. And monetization. So yeah, where so is the money? Exactly. So
1: how do we actually
0: earn the money by having twobetters.com?
1: So, uh, you know, where should we focus our attention?
0: Ooh, we have um, another, uh, 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 God, I can't even speak. Uh, Listener, yes. God, we have another listener, Ian Helms. Thanks for joining us on Twitter Spaces. So welcome to the show.
1: So if you want to kind of do the same thing, if you want to have a travel website, a travel blog, there are different strategies that you can do that you can use to monetize it. And we have used many. We often say uh, that we just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. So a lot of trial and error. Exactly. So you can do um, social media and focus on getting a lot of followers so that you can sell sponsorships. You can focus on email subscribers. You could uh, focus on your website traffic, making sure you got a lot of people visiting your website and therefore um, they're exposed to a lot of banner ads. You could focus on affiliate income so that when people are booking things, you're getting lots of commissions. You could focus on freelance writing, uh, getting paid for your articles on other people's
0: websites. Yeah. A lot of of travel bloggers do that. Um, Mm -hmm. They get paid to work you know right for other people's sites and things like that mm-hmm. so there's um, lots of different ways so let's yeah. kind of go into what we do yeah so how are we precisely making money i mean like i said honestly i, I wish i could say we were a lot more strategic about it and we had this grand plan but it, we just kind of fell into it and and uh well and we tried a lot of things and we tried and a, lot some things things. And a lot of things worked a lot most things, most didn't, things work. didn't work but here's the thing as soon as you know you throw that spaghetti at the wall and three strands stick right you look at those you pick those things, you pick like one or two of them, you optimize it and then you scale it. And so that's kind of what we've done. So I'm going to explain uh, three things that uh, that we do monetize, but um, one of them, you know, didn't really work for us, uh, or at least I'd, I'd say one, one area that we could do more of, but it just, for us, it doesn't really work. I'm going to talk about one that does work, but it's not a super reliable income stream. And then I'm going to talk about the bread and butter where we earn most of our revenue from. So Let's get into it. Number one, uh, what doesn't work for us, uh, social media, like we said earlier, and it's not that we couldn't or wouldn't. I mean, we have over a hundred thousand followers on social media. We could probably run a business just with that, but We don't like doing it.
1: No, and yeah, and I just don't think we're natural. I think some people are really naturally charismatic and do a great job on it. And when we've been on these press trips with these influencers, I mean, I am impressed. They know what they're doing. They're they're not only business-minded, but they're engaging, entertaining, and and I'm really impressed. And it's just not necessary. You and I like to be more behind the computer screen and less in front of a camera.
0: Yeah, so for us, for example, you know, being an influencer on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube... We have a following. We definitely use it. But social media is kind of, of, of all the things, it's the last one. You know, we rely more on our website, our podcast, and our newsletter first. Um, so, again, you know, focus on what you enjoy. Um, freelance writing. We did that for a while, but we kind of realized we were still working for the man, you know, working for someone mm-hmm. else. And we wanted our efforts to be put into our own business. So, yeah, we mm-hmm. kind of stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. So, that's number one. Number two, all right, what works but is not a reliable amount, at least just for us um, Google ads, for example. So, you know, we, we do run banner ads on our website and things like that. Um, Google really pissed me off because we've actually been blocked and banned from running Google ads because their algorithm is, I like to say their algorithm is homophobic, but really what it comes down to <laughs> yeah, is you're right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of brands don't necessarily want their ads to appear next to LGBT content. So Google uses this algorithm that thinks that gay content is like Sexual content, adult content, exactly. And basically, the word "gay" to them is is adult, right? Is like gay porn. Yes, Uh, and basically, literally, this happened like within the past two months. Google just, we've had problems in the past, but they just formally, officially, completely blocked and banned our website. That so is so frustrating. we used to earn, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand $2,000 a year on that, and that went completely away. So it's not reliable because we're not in control what, what Google's gonna do for, for us. So um, yeah, it uh, kind of works. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Affiliate links, so that's like basically, we're promoting different tours or hotels and like our travel guides. And if uh, someone clicks the link that we recommend and they book, we get a commission. Um, that kind of works. It's, it's not, good. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's a portion we of our income. Pay
1: our rent off it.
0: But, uh, it's a small portion. Um, yeah. So uh, another thing that a lot of people do influencers and things like that, they actually go on trips and, you know, um, we, they, we, they are called familiarization trips. Yeah. So you're invited, you know, basically by a tourism office or something like that to promote the destination. And we've done a lot of those in the past, but, but honestly, it's, it's good for content, right? Because it lets us travel. We don't have to pay oftentimes. Maybe we have to pay the flights or some small amount. It does let us create content, but it doesn't pay the rent. It doesn't pay the bills. So we do those sparingly. Yeah, um, it's very good for content, but yeah, uh, uh, not uh, so much to, not, again, not pay, to rent. Not pay the rent. You got to pay the rent. Yeah. So number three, where do we really make it all? So <clears throat> here's, here's the, I guess this is where we're divulging our secret. So we threw a lot of uh, options at the wall and what has worked for us is we sell advertising packages. You know, we have a very specific audience. We have a group of mostly North American, European travelers who are LGBT. They like to travel. Um, so we uh, are able to sell advertising packages to people who want to attract that audience. And I would say 80 to 90% of our clients are small businesses who run like gay group tours or you know their gay hotels, guest houses, things like that. They want to reach this audience. And you know, an ad, if it's not relevant, is an ad that's spam. If it's something that you're super interested in, even if it was, you know, someone paid you to show it to you, if you're interested in it, it's content and something that you want to see. So it's not a coincidence that you know the the people who pay us to advertise are actually the products and services that our audience want to Mm -hmm. hear about. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if you read our newsletter, it really, a lot of it is just content, but, you know, sometimes we do make a bit of money because we're promoting brands that really, really align with what we do and and who our uh, audience wants to learn more about. So, so yeah, that's kind of uh, one of the big ones. Um, But our number one, number one to this day is our hosted group trips. And I never would have thought, I never wanted to be a tour operator. I never thought we would be. Um, but we earn our number one revenue stream is uh, selling our host of trips that, that we attend. For example, our Virgin Voyages cruise next October. I think we have like 50 people booked on it. It's crazy. 50 people booked yeah, on it? It's, oh it's my crazy. God. That
1: is definitely something I don't think either of us uh, thought about doing or would have expected would have been the, the way that we're earning the most money. but. I know that for you it's more of a challenge because uh the socializing 24/7. I'm is, an,
0: I'm like I'm a super introvert. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: is exhausting. I, I I would still call myself an introvert, but in that moment uh with my like job hat on, I really do enjoy it. It yeah. was working as a tour guide here in Madrid that made me realize like this is actually fun. I enjoy making
0: sure that people are having
1: the best time on their vacation well, because I, I want to make sure I, I have the best time so on my happy vacation.
0: You enjoy that because I, you enjoy it more than I do, and you really thrive in that, and it, and it helps us. But that's what makes us a good team because you are the
1: entrepreneur. You've got the whole business mind hat, and I am, you know, doing the socializing, the wining and dining with the guests. And I think that that makes us, uh, the really good duo. I think that's a big part of, of the success of this is just uh, our ability to, uh, balance each other and what we're in in our strengths.
0: Exactly. And so one of the things that's kind of come out of hosting these group trips on Virgin Voyages specifically is, we've now started to sell Virgin Voyages just as a product at any time, whether we're on this uh, trip or not, you know, they sell the Caribbean, they're going to be selling out of, they sell out of Miami. They're going to be selling out of San Juan and eventually in like Australia, New Zealand. So we've started to sell those and actually just become a travel agent. I never wanted to be a travel agent, but, Mm -hmm. but I like that brand and that product so much. And people just kind of really loved it that, that we decided to to kind of do that. So that's becoming a part of our business as well.
1: Yeah. And can we just say, I uh, know that this episode is not about, you know, virtual voyages and selling that trip, but we just talked, uh, I was just talking <laughs> to Juan, uh, your boyfriend when I got here, because maybe we need to qualify this again, that we're not still together
0: because I oh, think yeah.
1: people. Oh yeah, We used
0: so to be together. We were married. We were together for 12 years. We're not anymore, but we're still best yeah, friends. Like four
1: years ago, we broke up. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so uh, well, no, we're recording the podcast we at your house. Broke up, you broke up with me. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you just went on the Virgin Voyages Cruise with your boyfriend, Juan, and I haven't seen him since you guys got back. And I came here to record this podcast and I was asking how it was because I know it was his first uh, cruise experience. And we basically had to, I had to be like, okay, Juan, I need to record this podcast. <laughs> he, was talking. he
0: was on he loved about it. how
1: great it was. He yeah. loved it so much.
0: They did not pay to sponsor this episode. It is like no, no, genuine. This is, just like, this is genuine love for this. Product, I was like, like I want to record you
1: expressing yeah. this because and I it, agree. Yeah. And he had the best time. I, I'm
0: going again. I'm actually going alone in January. That they bitch. they invited the top like travel agents. We sold so many trips for or so many cabins on this October trip that I got invited to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: well, that we, just speaks yeah. <laughs> to the product, honestly. Not even our ability to sell. No, no, no. The it's it's just, just a good product. It's good. It really is, and I'm glad that he had such yeah. a great time.
0: I do uh, want to just say thank you to our live listeners, not on calling because we don't have a lot of followers on calling. It's a new app, but Twitter spaces. There are a few of you out there. Uh, I've mentioned you by name, Ian Helms. Thanks for joining. I see we have a new listener, uh, Life Under. Thank you for joining. And man, Serenity09, you have been hanging on this entire episode. You deserve a medal. Exciting. Yes. So did you, um,
1: is that the wrap up of our ones? Like, do you, you did the. Yeah, I'm done. Your travel agent stuff. I mean, that's kind of, that's, that's that's it, right? That's the secret. I mean, it's um, not much more than that. So uh, really, I think it's important to mention though, how long it's taken. It's not like it was just,
0: yeah. And then remember, you just learned that I like wanted to start a business since I was 16. I don't, I mean, we didn't even start this blog until I was 30. We didn't even really start it as a business until I was 35 we didn't. I didn't really do it full-time until last year. Yeah, so it has
1: taken a minute to to get here for for us. And that's not the same for everyone, but that it, this is our, our journey. And on the way there, you had to go back uh, to working as a consultant for the previous engineering company that you were at while we were living in Spain. Yep. I had to completely change my career and work as a full-time English teacher. Oh, uh, Matt at... is
0: just joy. Matt Skalrud, one of our hi, um, LGBT travel colleagues and another great mentor that has helped us over the years. Absolutely. So, Thank you. Thanks for joining. Me. We're going to have Matt as a guest speaker soon on the podcast. I too. saw that. Yes.
1: So, um, and anyway, so on the way here, um, I worked as a full-time English teacher at, um, some great places, some horrendous places. <laughs> um, so it has been, um, a, a long journey. You also worked for IGLTA have for to wrap up this
0: podcast because my wine glass is almost empty the and yours is
1: empty. Uh, you worked for <laughs> IGLTA full-time for five years doing,
0: doing LGBT tourism marketing, really the similar stuff that I have done with the blog.
1: And uh, we were both working as freelance writers. So we've done a lot of different gigs just to kind of make ends meet. Uh, So it has been, um, you know, it's taken a decade to get here. Uh, So we just want to be clear about that. But we also want to give you some tips that we think are important in case you do want to follow what we're doing, follow kind of a same uh trajectory and uh maybe we'll give you some other ideas for different
0: careers yeah so so first I just want to recognize Oleg Rock thanks for joining Twitter live and I just saw someone else join but then they then they came off and all the rest of you who are live so thank you for tuning in so
1: what tips would you give people uh, if they want to do what we're doing now
0: just the tip or two tips well three a little bit of everything okay so so we're we're, 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 (laughs) gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, change this uh episode a little bit it's not focused on us anymore now it's focused on you or anyone who's listening to this episode after the fact after it's been published if you have a dream to travel and you want to get paid while you travel you don't necessarily have to do what we did right you don't have to be an influencer you don't have to start a travel blog you don't have to have a travel business there are so many different ways you can do it but first but, if you but, want but, to but if you want to or really any business you want to start really just focus on creating a niche market, right? Like, you know, unless you're going to be this giant company that, you know, caters everyone, you know, if you're a small business, you know, pick your audience and just focus on something that they want and do it really well. I would say probably the next most important thing is to network, network. I mean, you've got to meet people in the area of your business and, you know, just become, uh, you know, make friends, make business partners. You know, we have gone to just so many different lgbt tourism events travel blogging conferences tourism conferences v tour tbex iglta itb um matt scoward who just joined is one of our you know good friends but we met in you know i think it was madrid like years ago at one of these conferences one of our other mentor uh billy colbert who was on our podcast uh last Mm -hmm. season gave me advice years ago and he said people do business with people right they Mm -hmm. don't do business with businesses. Mm-hmm. So you really have to meet the people behind the businesses to really be the most successful. So that's yeah. our and, and by
1: going to these networking events and, and meeting these people and that advice that we got, I mean, I'm always surprised like how far we've come. Like, and even just um, talking to these people and having these mentors that have helped us so much is to me, uh, you know, mind blowing. I can't even believe that we've reached that point. And I think it's fantastic and, and very grateful for
0: it. Definitely. Me too. But I think the other, the other advice I would give, you know, if you are starting a business, you know, create a, um, you know, create a recognizable brand and name for better or worse. We have two bad tourists, whether it's good or bad, it's what we're stuck with. <laughs> I don't, is gonna I don't, a great you, know, name oh, you know, 10 years ago, explain
1: it to you. No, you have you, legs we're going to edit, we're going to
0: edit this out of the podcast. David, trip. Shut your trap. So <laughs> I don't think 10 years ago, creating Too Bad Tourist Name in that hotel in India, we really thought we'd be what we were doing now. We thought we would get to this point. But we have the brand. We've leaned into it. We said, look, this is our personality. Let's make fun of it. But you know what? You've got to really stick behind your messaging. You've got to have a solid brand. You have to have like... You have to stick to what you do, but make it look good. Make it look sleek, whether that's in messaging, whether that's visual. You know, do your best. Get help if you're not good at it, right? Like, I'm not a graphic designer, but I found a gay graphic mm-hmm. designer who can help me do this stuff. So um, that would be my Well, and on thing. that note, because we get asked this a lot, what is our
1: messaging behind the name Too Bad Taurus.
0: I think it might be a quick I feel like you do a really good job at explaining. Well, we basically uh,
1: have realized that when we travel, we like to, we, we feel the pressure like anyone does of, of traveling, uh, that you need to go see certain sites. Right. And it's People are going to ask you about it and they're going to recommend these things to you. And it's like, you got to do it. And some of them are so worth seeing. And give an example. the Eiffel Tower, yeah. right? We always so say, like, when you go Paris. to Paris, you got to go see the Eiffel Tower. And
0: if you went to Paris
1: and didn't see the Eiffel Tower, you're shamed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what? But we might go to Paris and we might get lost, uh, you know, go out for drinks. And then later you're going to meet people and then you make plans with them the next day. Yeah. And then, you know, your time in Paris goes by and you never want to see the Eiffel Tower. But the thing is, you had a great time. And so maybe you're not uh, being the perfect tourist by planning everything ahead of time. And seeing all the sites you've got to see, you're just doing whatever the fuck you want. And I think that that is kind of our, like bad tourists, when we say that is like, you know, you don't have to be the perfect good tourist and seeing all the sites that you're supposed to see. Go do whatever you want and what makes you happy when you're traveling. And that's why we kind of thought that, you know, maybe sometimes we're not really the best tourists, we're kind of bad tourists. But we well, don't care because we always had fun. Sometimes we just partied all weekend and we didn't see any we spent a week Berlin. in Berlin. Hello. And we went out to <laughs> Berlin. Never saw Berlin. <laughs> we did our
0: laundry and I think we ate like kebabs in the hotel
1: And that's how we got the
0: name. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Tell people about some other jobs that maybe they could consider if they don't want to start their own business.
1: Yeah, what's great about uh, the networking events that you mentioned earlier and also just going out and meeting people and and being in travel is that we have met a lot of people who get paid to travel as well, but they are not uh, travel bloggers like we are, uh, but they still get to get paid while they're traveling. So. Um, some of those career paths that they've chosen, um, are, for example, a flight attendant is a really obvious one, yeah. but we've got a lot of flight attendant friends We do, and they, I mean, when I'm following their stories on Instagram, they are all over the world. A
0: lot of people who come on our group trips are flight attendants mm-hmm. because they get their flights for you free get,
1: and your retirement benefits yeah. when you're re- with that you airline, one. you yes. continue okay. with those benefits. So that's amazing. And, um, our,
0: our marketing, um uh assistant asia it used to be a flight attendant for philippine airlines that. she has a travel connection too
1: and a lot of them are going to be they can you can be based
0: like you're help
1: me out with the wording here but like you can move around close to where your airline is based but you don't have to be in that same city i'll give
0: you an example we had a friend who lived in madrid his name was david he worked for qantas which is australian the national mm-hmm. airline mm-hmm. he was based in or he lived in madrid but was based out of london which yeah. means that he flew from london to australia you know two times a week mm-hmm. for his job but when he wasn't flying he would just kind of commute quote-unquote fly to madrid to live yeah and then he also uh
1: moved to barcelona for yeah, a and time like just that thing. that freedom of getting not just to travel but you can base yourself where you want to base yourself near yeah. your hub which yeah. is actually things that I didn't realize, like it's an obvious choice of flight attendant, but you don't realize those amazing benefits. For well, sure. You could also And they work... can be like, lifelong. Yeah. If you stay it, long. Enough. Exactly. And I've had people on my tours mm-hmm. who are uh, retired flight attendants and they tell me the benefits they have. And I'm like, Oh my God, I think I would be flight attendant in another life. Yeah. Uh, working on a cruise ship or a, a sailing boat, for example.
0: Yeah. I do want to say, I think working on a cruise ship is hard work. Probably maybe even harder than a sailing boat. I'm not sure. It depends. But, you know, if you if you find a good company, I mean, or, you know, you're going to great places, it might be worth it, or at least the short-term experience.
1: Yeah. If you're going to do a sailboat, you probably need sailing experience because they're going to be smaller. But a cruise ship, you don't need the sailing experience. But not
0: yet. necessarily on the sailboats. When we do our hosted trips, there is this, the captain who needs to know how to sail, but then there's the host who does the uh, cooking and the true. cleaning. Kind of and, and actually, that the that the host job is actually pretty laid back. Yeah. Um, but it's not like kind of a full-time. but. Uh, but it is like they can work for like three or four months in a summer and, you know, earn some decent money, but have like an awesome mm-hmm, job cruising mm-hmm. the Mediterranean. So mm-hmm. that's an awesome one. too.
1: Um If you can be a digital nomad as well, if you're lucky enough to be in a career that can be completely remote, then, of course, that's another option. We've met people who are doing exactly that. Who
0: What's the are... opposite of a digital nomad? A digital uh,
1: can't stuck digital. At your desk. It's <laughs> it essential. What's
0: the opposite of a no man?
1: Uh, so, someone who stays. <laughs> so <laughs> you, we're gonna edit
0: this part out of the so podcast. Like
1: right? <laughs> I'm thinking of like honestly because I'm going back to like teacher because they're like you're oh, not, yeah, you're you're not digital oh, and yeah, you have God. to stay oh. so like a teacher in person. You're an glasses, analog, city analog city dweller.
0: Analog city dweller.
1: You could also be a tour guide, and this is something that I've recently discovered. It's not just like being a tour guide where you live, but I've met some tour guides. One I just met was um, from Argentina, and he comes to Europe, and for the three months of summer, is a tour guide uh, here around Europe and meets yeah. people for, and, for those groups. So, and as it turns
0: out, you don't need experience to be a tour guide because they've got a tour listen, guide job. In I've Madrid.
1: traveled. <laughs> More than that, I just learned. They train you.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you can learn anything on the job. Yeah. Uh, teaching and uh, in- uh, specifically English teaching uh, is a really big one. Mm-hmm. That's how I got uh, based here in Madrid, or like how we got our visas because I was teaching here. Yeah. And working as an au pair, to, uh, taking care of kids. I've met a lot of people yeah. who are English teachers who are au pairs, and they live with a family for so long abroad, and they have amazing experiences. Yeah. Even if you didn't want that to be your career, just by starting. That is like your first step. It could change your life. You just never know. Sure. Uh, travel writing, uh, being a travel photographer.
0: Listen, i you might think like if you're not a writer right now, you might think it's like totally out of the the realm of possibilities. When we started our blog, I was a terrible writer. Then a few years later, I got a job as a writer. I don't know why someone decided to pay me to write for them. I guess because I had this blog. Writing. I know I am now, but I worked with an editor who really kind of like whipped me in the shape taught me how to write and now I run my own business, but I could probably go out to most of the major game magazines and pitch a story and they would accept it because I kind of have like social proof. But even if you're not good at it now, like put a little bit of work in and if you're passionate about it, um maybe you can do it. Look, we have a request, uh let's see if we can we have a request from Oleg. We are gonna accept your request if you want to say oh, did he just uh yeah, he that request. No worries. Maybe you have a question. Maybe you didn't want to ask. That's fine. We're going to keep going. So, travel writing, photography—it's another option. Yeah, like freelance
1: writing. We've met people um, who who do exactly that. Some people get invited on trips. Some people pay to their own way to go. And
0: but then they, they sell their ex- photography exactly, or stories later. Exactly. For sure.
1: Working as a travel agent is usually something that could be behind the desk, but you can you get also- a lot. You
0: get great travel benefits. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you can so you travel for you know you pay to travel later. Or sometimes you get invited, but it, but I would say in travel agent it's an awesome, awesome one to do. And we I guess didn't know how to categorize
1: our friend Jet. <laughs>
0: hey, Jet, but
1: I, I called it like a seasonal <laughs> business.
0: So our friend Jet, who we met in Portugal like eight years ago, he he actually wanted to kind of do what we did and create a blog and things like that and travel the world. But what he ended up landing in is he ended up in Puerto Vallarta, which is a big gay destination, and he started by mistake, kind of like us, like a, a tour company, like a boat tour company. And he got really successful with that, you know, after a couple of years. And because Puerto Vallarta is a seasonal destination, people don't really go to Puerto Vallarta three to four months of the year because it's just hot and humid. So he just takes those three or four months of the year and travels, mm-hmm. saves some money during his, you know, eight or nine months, and then travels the rest of the year. Yeah, course. so he
1: has um Jets private boat tours,
0: Jets uh gay Hostel, hostel Jets naked boat tours, Jets pass. He's created, like, oh. this whole, like branded yeah, model in because he, he has
1: very much the entrepreneurial yeah. mindset and he loves to travel so
0: and he he was a guest speaker on one of our past podcasts yes. in season one, check so check out that Jet,
1: Check out Billy. These yeah. have been great By the way, you can see all travel. of our,
0: if you're listening on Twitter Spaces, you can check out all of our podcasts on the Colin app or on normal apps like Spotify or like, uh, normal apps. <laughs> normal apps <laughs> apps that, have, that are a little more recognized. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just search Queer Travel Chat. You'll see all 25. Yeah, all episodes. of
1: these different people we've just been mentioning or these uh, different career paths are people, a lot of them we've interviewed on our podcast before in previous episodes and they've told us their stories which has been fascinating and inspiring for us uh to to learn about and to talk about
0: well that's it we're at 50 minutes man let's uh let's wrap this shit up i think we
1: we divulged all our i mean we need to to crack open another wine
0: bottle yeah let's just give out our credit card number and then we're ready (laughs) to go (laughs) yeah just um send us your your payment (laughs) So, no, yeah. I do just want to thank everyone who is listening now live, especially you live listeners and anyone who listens after, once it's published to our podcasting apps. Um, leave the audience idea with ideas to ponder. I, Austin, what did you want me to, to... I'm reading the outline. What was I supposed to say? I'm going to
1: edit that <laughs> right
0: out. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. You don't get any more wine after this. Okay. Call to action, David. <laughs> Bullet point, <laughs> bolded point. text. We're following an outline. Uh, so anyway, if you like the show, please subscribe it on Colin and Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can give the episode a like with a heart icon once it's fit, once it's published. You can follow us on social media. We are always at Too Bad Tourists, especially on Twitter, uh, Twitter, since we plan on recording a live Twitter Spaces for each episode. I think we'll keep doing forward. that, right? I, I think, think so. Will, yeah. But let's not read right from our, <laughs> <laughs> our outline. Yeah. Uh, And lastly, please feel free to leave a comment about what you want to hear more of, because like this episode that we did today, that is going to inspire us for the future.
0: Yes. So. All right. So let's provide a sneak peek of the next episode, which is coming up in about three to four weeks. So um, we actually have two episodes. We're not sure what's going to happen first, but one is going to be points, miles and credit cards. So talking a little bit about how you can. You know, travel the world for free or really, really cheap by earning points and miles with airlines and things like that. Ugh, uh, it's such a to do. Listen, <laughs> there's a lot of effort involved to, a lot to do of it, But for example, we booked round the world trips. We paid six hundred dollars for two round the world trips over the course of a year that literally traveled the globe, stopped, stopped in twelve different cities. Didn't take a lot of money or financial effort, but took a lot of financial mm-hmm. time. Yeah, if you have time in your hands. Well,
1: or, or I actually think that it's a hobby for some people because it I think is. you really get into it and our yeah. good friend Stevie uh, she also does it and we stayed at the Ritz-Carlton in Tokyo. Uh, like I stayed there with her. Yeah. She did it. Yeah, yeah, she did yeah. all the work uh, but yeah. she got to stay at these amazing places yeah. and I take that, advantage. That girl doesn't
0: have enough money to buy business class tickets and pay it, the Ritz-Carlton. Well, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, no, she, but she certainly stayed She puts
1: out. me up though. Yeah, we're going to yeah, go. Yeah. I'm going to meet her in Naples uh, next year and then we're going to go to Zerk together all because she does all this, uh, you know, earning these points and stuff. So again, you could listen to her Podcast, or her episode, she was on one of our first she season was, podcasts. You know? Yeah, Dash, everyone's on our podcast. So, uh, well, because these are the people that are <laughs> you know are in our yeah. our field, and um, but no, I, I just feel like on that note is that you some people get really into it so yeah. uh and you can really get a lot of benefits yes, i'm saying that because i hate it <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you it's have to put worst. together the outline for that podcast so that's going to be either the next episode no or the I, one basically, i'm basically
1: i'm going to ask you questions and you will answer them yeah, so, and i will zone out while you're talking
0: the other potential episode that's either going to be uh one month or we? in november so next december or january we're going to do an episode on the gay games 2023 which is in guadalajara uh, Mexico, which is like the second largest city in Mexico, I believe. So, uh, one of those two episodes will be in December, and the other one will be in January. Both of those are coming up. Those are coming up. So that is the end of the outline. What do I say? So, next? <laughs> <Shut up. laughs>
1: thank you so much for listening. We look forward to uh, our next episode. So please uh, tune in.
0: Awesome! Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thank bye. you.
1: Bye.